0: Get it, girl. get it, get it,
1: get it, get it. Woo. There's something loose between my legs. I'm out of the office.
2: Valerie, it's James. I'm hanging here like a cow. Radio check. Loud and clear. Well hello there and welcome to another episode of Back of the Grid. I am Tom King and I will try and contain myself from <laughs> laughter at our new sound bites in our <laughs> intro.
1: Um, also trying to contain
2: themselves are Stu Greenwood. Hello. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, hello. <laughs> <And> Chris Evans. <laughs> it's like the audio
1: equivalent of just being punched in the face. Yeah, it came in with the aggression of a Max Verstappen Overtake. It was absolute carnage. Oh, that is a good topical, analogy. I topical, like topical,
2: topical. Indeed. Um, we are here for a little bit of a review of the cars that launched over the last couple of weeks, and effectively look ahead to testing as well as the first day is actually complete now. So we've got a little bit of something to talk about, but it's more about a look ahead to what is coming. Ooh. Um So, should we just start right at the top and go through the cars as they launched in order? Uh,
1: Yeah, we we can do that, but I have a feeling we'll be looking in all directions, Tom. We never look in one direction. (laughs) Yeah, it's (laughs) very true. (laughs) (laughs) Very true.
2: So, we'll start with Haas because that was the first launch. Um, Black and Gold is back on the grid. Very Lotus jump player special inspired. Mm. Uh, Rich Energy title sponsor, which we knew about anyway.
1: Yeah, you say inspired, mm. I say skullduggery. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, which, which is what rich energy are quite good at. It appears to yeah, me. Yeah, I think
3: Ooh. I think as I think I said this like a couple of weeks ago. It's like the livery is very derivative, which matches their drink very well because we try the stuff; <laughs> <and> it tastes <laughs> just like Red Bull. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like. A golden black F1 car is like a bit of an open goal. Like it's a classic thing, they always look good. And they still seem to have managed to miss like
1: it's a bit too dark. I feel like the gold for me. I don't know. There's not much gold on it either. People love it, though. People, people love it. People absolutely the internet loves it. So we have to love it. Otherwise, everyone (laughs) will hate us. (laughs) (laughs) It's yeah, it's really
2: 50-50 for me because I do like that style like me and Stu have talked about before how much we love that jps era lotus but i don't know that i I agree that the the gold just doesn't seem there's doesn't seem to be enough of it and
3: maybe the paint was too heavy maybe gold paint is too heavy so that's like we can only do this tiny bit at the top
1: there's (laughs) a logic to that there's definitely a logic to that because gold is a very heavy material and if you're going to put it in paint well i'll add i'll come back to I'll come back to paint weight
3: later in the podcast, actually. I've got another paint weight fact to drop in later Okay. Sounds like a
1: tricky thing to say that, Chris. Paint weight. It does, yeah. Paint weight. I can can confirm it is a tricky thing to say. (laughs) Paint weight. (laughs) Yeah. So
2: uh, overall, we think it's okay, but not as good as we expected, maybe.
3: Yeah. I, I put it this way. I prefer it to the previous HASSes that were modeled after tooling machines. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. an improvement on that.
0: <laughs>
2: that <laughs> but, is very um, true.
3: <laughs> what really surprises me is like all this fanfare about Rich Energy being the new title sponsor. The actual Rich Energy logo on the car is really small and it's kind of printed on the transition between the sort of uh, top of the bodywork and the fin. So, like looking at photos of the car moved around today, unless you're looking at it from a specific angle, you can't even read the words Rich Energy on the side of the car properly, anyway. So mm. I have a feeling that's going to move or get bigger or something um as the season goes on but we'll uh, see.
2: Yeah, possibly.
3: Can I just read you something before we move on?
2: Absolutely. Sure
3: which 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 um me somewhat um a tweet from Rich Energy earlier today. Oh god. A uh, superb effort in testing today by Haas F1 team and the tremendous tremendously talented Roman grosjean Our first day in F1 and we're faster than Red Bull Racing. Superior performance fueled by Rich Energy. Oh. oh wow. Well, at least he
1: managed to tweet without mentioning Brexit for a change. <laughs> <laughs> there is that. <laughs>
3: He has got hashtag better than Red Bull in there, which seems um, oh. oh. seem a premature hashtag. to me. It's not a ha-
1: it's not a hashtag. It's not. <laughs> it, it's not gonna it just, trend. Uh it just like makes me
2: cringe a bit when I yeah, see that. They're just, like they're picking a fight that they're not really in. No. I know they want to be in it, but mm. it'll and a fight that come no
3: one else cares them. about. Yeah. Like no one's it's gonna be like them. It's like, oh, we're looking at like the real championship and then Formula One point five and then formula <clears> energy <throat> drink manufacturers. Like people just don't care. Yeah, yeah. It's,
1: it's a bit ham fisted, isn't it? It is a little bit, yes. Feels, that feels, but... yeah. Um what did you prefer? The uh, the old the, the previous Lotus that and that is now um Renault?
3: Yeah, I think it? the Lotus and Renault's of a few years ago did a better job of this look than the current has. Yeah.
1: But it is, I mean, it's very, it, you're right, it is very derivative. Um, yeah. And uh, William story's beard's not a dissimilar gold either to, uh, <laughs> to what they've done on the car, so maybe they inspired it by that. Anyway, sorry, we should move, definitely, i will moving. We'll move on from, from <laughs> yeah. one car to another. <laughs> Never insult a man's beard.
2: Yeah, this is coming from a man bearded, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll move on to William's um, new title sponsor for them in Rocket. Um, a new livery to go with it due to the martini deal ending Um, wasn't the real car (laughs) (laughs) Um, they then cancelled their shakedown after the livery launch and I've also confirmed that they missed today and will miss tomorrow as we record um, Tuesday Monday and Tuesday that is should be expected by Wednesday in Barcelona, but I think even that's not guaranteed at the moment, is it?
3: The last thing I saw was Wednesday at the earliest. Yeah,
1: it's um, it's a bit concerning, isn't it? Two days. It I mean, one one, day, mm. one one day wouldn't one day wouldn't have been the end of the world. Two days is a bit. I, I saw an interview with uh, George Russell today, and he was saying he didn't think he was saying the single day he didn't fit. This was this was this morning when they weren't where they were expecting to be here tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, he was saying that it seems like it'll be fine it shouldn't affect them too much but I think to miss two days when you fit when you look at teams like you know Ferrari and Mercedes both getting I mean Mercedes had 100 did 150 laps today um Ferrari did 169 I think yeah yeah total um you know you're falling behind quite a long way there already so yeah I mean two days is a quarter of pre-season testing
3: yeah gone yeah. yeah, you're right. Are like you so on the back foot? Twenty
1: five percent of t- the testing time is gone. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's so much when you put it that way. Yeah,
2: when when we saw that the card wasn't quite finished at the livery reveal, it was a case of speculating. Well, that probably isn't going to make its shakedown. And then they said, we're not having a shakedown to prioritize finishing some components, and then. It was a case of us speculating between ourselves. I hope this doesn't mean they start missing testing. And then they confirm that they're missing testing. It's not a good train of events, is it?
1: Yeah, I, I, I do wonder no. what's caused it because it's not like they didn't know what day testing was going to start. So, like, <laughs> you, I mean, there's cutting it fine and there's obviously something has gone wrong in the manufacturing process of yeah. a vital component.
3: yeah. I mean, we've got a little bit either. more
1: on that that we'll get
3: to, I guess, a bit later on. But like you say, they just they should know when these deadlines are and be there ready. Yeah. Um, as for delivery the wise, livery wise, I don't know. I'm still undecided on it, to be honest. Um,
2: I do still think it looks like toothpaste. It, as I, many people seem to do on the
3: did internet. Did you see someone, my actually, fresh reaction. <laughs> someone actually mocked it up with an Acrofresh logo instead of the Rocket logo? And it looks perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um It's kind of hard to tell because it's on last year's car. It's like a third of the car is just black, based on the livery they had last year. So it's kind of hard to tell exactly what it's going to be like. But yeah, I don't know. Mo- I'm just a bit nonplussed
1: by it, to be honest. The new motorhome looks pretty cool. <clears throat> motorhome looks nice. Motorhome <laughs> looks better looks than good. car actually. Sort of <laughs> black to blue to white. That looks quite cool. Um, the car, I, you know, I, I don't mind the look of the car. I think the car looks cool. Like, well, the livery, I should say, looks cool. Everyone's saying, oh, I'm going to reserve judgment until the new car comes out. But to be fair... It's not going to look like, that much different, gonna is gonna it? That much different, yeah,
2: yeah. That was that was not a very mean impression of Chris there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. So we're saying meh
1: to that then? Well, that sounds like just, that just... Don't I live guess, it, don't but, hate it. Yeah, in terms of the livery, yeah, it's just this... It's not that actually that much different, really, is it? It's still white, it's still blue, there's still it a bit almost, of black.
3: It almost feels like they had a bunch of martini paint left over and were like, well, we might as well use it up. Like, use martini this. have gone, but
2: <laughs> let's get this paint used. We've still got some blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could be exactly that, who knows? Oh, Good. <laughs> Speaking of using last year's paint, that segues as nice as Toro Rosso. Control C, control V. <laughs> that it, it pretty much was wasn't it like was it any different to copy paste that is a this year?
1: niche niche, know, niche right? joke that one <laughs> yeah, i mean
3: the red lines on the side are a bit bigger um i mean it's the, it's just the same livery isn't it to be fair yeah. to them it's a really good looking livery
1: so yeah it was our favorite a couple of years back when it you, was yeah, yeah and if the, you ain't broke, the,
3: don't fix it i guess
1: yeah. it was the first season we did wasn't it
2: I think it was, yeah,
3: actually.
1: I think it looks
2: a little bit darker this year, but I don't know if that's just the lighting between the shots that I've seen it in. Possibly. I mean, every F1 team seems to launch their cars
3: in a dimly lit room, so it's really hard to actually see what they look like until they get on the track.
1: Uh, Yeah, I don't think it looks as good from that angle anyway. I don't think it looks as good as it did last year. I
3: think there's a bit less detailing going on this year. But yeah. it's more of the same. It's still good.
1: Ah, I, I like it. I like it from from the side. It looks really cool from the side. Yeah, like, the stripe works quite well from the side. But like from that sort of a um, sort of offset angle from the sort of corner of the front wheel, it looks kind of weird against the body. But um, nah, yeah, I, I like it. I still like it. Yeah, it still looks nice. It's still one of the best, I'd say. Yeah, definitely.
2: It's- yeah, it's a good looker.
1: Yeah. Um, um, another
2: one that I personally think is a good looker is the Renault. Um, sticking with that black and yellow yeah. delivery that they've had for the last couple of years now.
3: Another one that's barely changed, but again, it's been one of the best-looking cars for a couple of years, and I think it still is. Um, yeah. I really like it's a weird detail, but I really like the inside of the front wing end plates are bright yellow, and the rest of the front wing is black. Yeah, I think that looks really yeah. cool. Yeah,
1: that's a very nice touch, isn't it? That
3: yeah. Mm. Um,
1: I, I yeah, I remember when I, when I first saw it, I I said the same thing, exactly yeah. the same thing. It just looks so considered looks very considered they've just put the the extra flourishes in here and there um and it looks really cool on the rear wing as well because you've got that extra space where there's like because it's obviously a bigger wing now so there's that extra space for for it to show up from the from each angle you look at the car and it just looks wicked yeah really like that and they've got the classic little french flag touch on the nose still as well yeah which is a which is nice uh, homage because of course they are uh, based in the famous French city of Enstone <laughs>
2: the non-geography buffs out there that is in England some people might not realise
1: yeah. the best jokes right? are the ones you have to explain yeah <laughs>
3: one thing that sadly has not made this year's car is the um the AeroCat
1: if you remember AeroCat yeah Aero, I do remember AeroCat's Aero cat. gone unfortunately yeah Aerocat sort of disappeared with towards the end of last year, Aerocat started yeah, to sort yeah. of change shape, transform into something entirely different. I don't know Aerocat, what. for those
3: not in the know, was a barge board on the side of the Renault that was basically the shape of a cat. And I think it was yeah. for... Oh, it was for the US Grand Prix, I think, where um, they first ran like the pink Pirellis for the breast cancer charity. I think they actually painted them pink and painted a cat on them. Yeah, there yeah. was oh, yeah, I remember one that. Yeah, race yeah. where they
2: painted a cat's face on it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Look really cool. that. We are going yeah. wildly off topic here, aren't we? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> as we're, always, <laughs> we're going to look
1: in all directions.
2: <laughs> Should we look at the Red Bull? Yeah. Yes.
1: Oh, Chris so, doesn't sound very excited about this.
2: I, I think me and you
3: have different feelings on Red Bull, Stew.
2: Okay. Well, obviously, everyone in the world, pretty much to do with F one, saw and loved a yet another special edition, as they call it, um, of the Red Bull, which was. So very dark, black, black blackish blue, very, very dark blue anyway, um, and lots of red detailing on it. Um, Everyone loved it. And then as per usual, they just said, yeah, it's just a launch design. So we'll be back to normal by testing. And Mm. lo and behold,
1: it is basically the same as last year. Normal it is. Yeah, Yeah, it does look normal for a Red Bull, but. I, I kind of like. I feel like now, nowadays, like that livery has been such a huge part of the last sort of the most recent era of Formula One that it almost hmm. feels strange for it not to be there. Makes I sense.
3: Complete, I completely agree. Like it's still a good-looking car, um, but the, pro- the problem is I have is if they just came straight out and like here's the new car, it's the same old livery. Everyone be like, great, it's a good-looking car, so be it. But twice now they've released these launch liveries or testing liveries or whatever you want to call them, special editions that look amazing which means when they then revert back to the default livery, it just looks really boring and just disappointing like every single comment on all their social media was just this car looks amazing, please keep this livery. Yeah. Yeah. And then they revert back and it just makes what is actually quite a nice livery just look really
2: dull Mm, compared to what they can do. it's, It's almost like a sort of like a Here's what you could have won, isn't it? Like, this yeah, is it what really we could is. do, but we're just going to go back to the old one anyway. I was talking to someone at work about this today, and like we said,
3: between Red Bull and Toro Rosso, they've designed one new livery this year, and neither car is actually running in it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's all about those clicks, guys. What, what it, it does is true. it creates media buzz. <laughs> mm. Yep. Something weird really It does, though. At. You're
2: right. It gets people talking about the cars
1: and the launches and stuff. So, yeah, and you <laughs> so. know, if everyone's tweeting about it, everyone knows about it. It's the shareholders are made happy. Helmet yeah. will be very not helmet. Sorry, um, Dietrich. 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 Dietrich will yeah. be. A, Dietrich will be over the moon. I wonder. I wonder what the what. I wonder if there's a spike in sales of cans of Red Bull. On the day of the launch of the Formula One car, when they do mm. the new Formula One car. I'd or when they win races see. as well. Yeah, I'd love to see yeah. that data. I'd love yeah, to Yeah, me too. that That'd be fascinating. Just out of sheer curiosity. Um, bought a Red Bull myself yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Drank it.
2: I know. I, I was sat next to you when you did.
1: <laughs> why, why on earth did you not buy a rich Energy?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't find one. I looked. we drove around for hours. <laughs> yeah, we drove around for hours,
1: but we couldn't find one. But it's hashtag better than Red Bull. <laughs> yeah, When you can find it. Mystery juice. Mystery juice, they should call it. Anyway, <sighs> next. <laughs> I will move us away from this swiftly into the
2: Mercedes. <laughs> um, Mercedes. So um, it's not quite just the silver and mint we've been used to for the last couple of years. Um, a lot more sort of darker black to it this year, and even a little bit of patterning towards the rear. it's yeah.
1: quite nice in my opinion. It's a nice. I really touch. like it. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah I really like, like it. it. <clears throat> I think it looks great. Um, it's yeah, like you say, it's slightly different. Um, the patterns are really nice, neat, nice pattern as well. Whoever's come up with that one's done so a really good job on that. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah.
3: I really like as well. They've painted the halo silver this year as well. It just looks like a much more complete look now that the halo blends in with the rest of it rather than it just being this like black afterthought yeah on top
1: of it there's been a bit of a trend actually towards sort of actually integrating the halo paint a little bit better into the rest of the car wasn't there across the board i think i
3: think almost everyone has done that this year actually
1: Mm. i still think i still think the chassis of the cars Need to change to accommodate the halo properly. Yeah, absolutely. Because it st- it still doesn't look right on the yeah, car. Yeah, it, it kind
2: me. of starts a lot more abruptly than it does on something like the Formula E cars, yeah. doesn't it? Like that that middle yeah.
1: stem. Yeah, um, I'll tell you one car the halo does look really good on without moving on too much was the uh, the Alfa Romeo. The Alfa looks re- it's like integrated just really nicely. It almost looks smaller on that car than it does on the other cars. Yeah, definitely yes. Does. It's because like it was white last year on the alpha, wasn't it? I
3: believe.
2: Oh, I, I wouldn't. I'm almost certain it was white. Yeah, w- it was. It was white. Yeah.
3: Yeah, these things sticking up off the top of it.
1: And that is how quickly we we forget last year's living. I know, right? I've, I cannot <laughs> remember. I cannot remember. Yeah, like.
2: the the halo
1: was white last year for definite. Cool. Um, oh yeah, because it had the. It was actually one of the only ones that had the drivers' names on the inside. Oh yeah, it was. Well, yes, it? it was on the inside.
2: Yeah, it had, I think it had the name and the number on the inside in like the dark blue, the navy blue. Last
1: year, hmm. um,
2: yeah. anything else to say on Mercedes before we move away from it
1: completely? Since um, start um, started, to. looks quick, looks reliable. Yep, as
3: per. does look very quick. It very much looks like an evolution of last year's car. It's um, it's still got probably the lowest rake by the look of it of anyone on the grid, which seems yeah. to work mm. for them up to this point.
1: Stick
2: with what you know, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's got it's got the wheelbase of a double-decker bus as well. It's an absolute yeah. beast. It's yeah. like a
2: boat, but it's a quick boat. <laughs> yeah. Do you know
1: the only thing that disappoints me slightly
2: about it, that I can see why with the, the fin at the back being a little bit darker, but I liked the touch last year that Lewis's numbers were red and oh, Valtteri's yeah. were blue because, other than seeing the numbers themselves, it gave you an immediate sort of quick identifier. More, more. I think personally, for me, say when I'd been at a circuit, it was easier to yeah. see that flash of red or that flash of blue. Um, yeah, because obviously it's you need that less when you're watching it on TV. But um, I, I miss that sort of
1: like almost personalised touch between the two um, cars. Yeah, I have to say as well, I'm not a huge fan of the font they've used for the numbers on the Mercedes. It feels like they've just opened up Word and typed. yeah, I know what you mean it's mm. not like they've picked a font, it's just oh, that font was loaded into the app we used to design this <laughs> when we uh, <laughs> Let's it's the it. default, we'll just use the default font, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's that's my only criticism. Other than that, the, I love the pattern, I love the, the shading yeah. from the gray really to, cool. to the black, I love the angle of the uh the air hoop as the roll hoop as well if you look at the car from the side and it's this has been true for a few of the mercedes of the last couple of years the roll hoop sort of angles forward and it gives Mm -hmm. the car this like yeah really progressive like aggressive look that looks really cool as well it looks like it's moving even when it's not moving yeah 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 and to those who say it's
2: boring having the same livery every year. There's not a huge amount of difference between that and the last few Mercedes liveries. But that's what you can do while staying within like what is very clearly brand guidelines of silver and Patronus Mint Green. That's a good example of flirting with the boundaries of those sort of corporate branding guidelines. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So um cool. m- yeah, moving on to um a completely rebranded car in the racing point. Car, or should we say the sports Pesa Racing Point F1 team car? As <laughs> getting a bit close to them um, now,
3: <laughs> Red Bull Toro Rosso Ponder BF1, or whatever they were called at one yeah.
1: point. Um, guys, what Sport Pesa?
3: They're a sports betting company, aren't they?
2: Yeah, it's
1: uh, I believe
2: the Brazilian, but I might stand corrected on that. Yeah, uh, no, uh, sorry, South African. South African,
1: oh, okay. Yeah, South African, not Brazilian. A South yeah. African betting company, kind of thing. Yes. I believe so, yes. Oh, yeah,
2: okay, they, do, they cool. do run in other countries as well. Um, but they, I think I'll that's where what, guys, they're most popular. There's
1: money in that business. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. Um,
3: so. I, I kind of like that when they first, like, when Forcing You first got taken over and they sort of used racing point as their name and like oh yeah it's just like the name coming now we'll like rebrand for the next season and then it has got the start of this season and that's sort of like well we're not thought of anything better i guess we're still racing point
1: <laughs> yeah yeah they had plenty
3: of time haven't they yeah get- and that's you know still what, the though? best i could come up with
1: i actually quite like racing point I it's not really a terrible name actually yeah yeah they've been ripped a bit for it like today on on the feeds a lot of people were sort of there was a lot of, some of the commentators even were like calling him racing dot because it's a dot isn't it after the after the, yeah, after yeah, which I actually think name. is quite a cool way of stylizing it. But yeah, I, I quite like that. It's a bit, it's creative, isn't it? It's called creativity, guys. Get with, <laughs> get with the times. Yeah, um, yeah, I like it. I think I like the name Racing Point. I like the livery. I like the team. I like the car. The car looks decent as well today. It was going around. I watched it going around a bit today, and it looked yeah. very solid, very planted, and um, the times were good. So yeah.
3: The only thing I don't like about it is the kind of grey, silvery bits around the side pods. It's, yeah. It's they're having continued over the last
2: couple of years, though,
3: I think. That's the thing. Like, Force India, for years, had their really cool white, orange, green livery. And then over the years, it gradually became more and more grey. And then mm. they switched to this all pink car. And now over the years, the pink's kind of gradually been taken over by this grey again. It's like some weird...
1: Contagious yeah. disease, disease I've got there. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's
3: grey's <laughs> disease. Um I quite like that it's still pink. I don't think it's the best of the pink liveries they've had, but it's nice mm. to have a bit of colour and not yeah, yet I, a yeah, Black or grey car on the grid. Yeah. I
1: like that. I like that there's um what I do like about it is that they've got rid of the sort of white that's around the nose. When you look at the car from the front, like there's less yeah. sort of um it looks less like nostrils now and a bit more just like a I guess like a point pointing down to the mm. uh, to the bottom of the noise. Nose. Yeah. Um, the blue looks nice. It's a nice colour blue. I was just
2: about to say, I like the addition of the the darker blue. Um, I think yeah. it suits it. So. Yeah,
1: it works well. Um, I
2: like that
3: the halo is like pink on top and white underneath, but if you look at the front of it, the pink doesn't extend all the way down to the bottom of the halo, which looks a bit silly. They need to just put an extra little lick of pink paint on the bottom of that halo and then it'll be spot on. The That's my I'm
1: It's covered in um, aero paint. Oh, well, that'll do it. So. Um the <laughs> I've got a fun fact about aero paint since I brought up <laughs> aero Go on then. <laughs> um it's they make it out of um vegetable oil and dye.
3: Oh really? Yeah, did know. you
1: know this? I found this out today. Yeah. And um they um it's actually a very very fine science to it because the viscosity or the weight of the paint, um has to match the speed you're going to go. You have to know how much the paint weighs so you know how much it's moved yeah. in relation to the speed you're going so you Makes know sense. where the, how much air is, is affecting it. That's very interesting. Yeah. So that's my fun fact for the day. Hmm. Vegetable Frickle. oil and dye.
2: Very good. Very good. Um, I'll move on to McLaren,
1: though, from that. I don't think there's anything else anyone wants to say about Racing Point. No, I think said enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was one other thing. Sorry. Oh yeah. <laughs> they, they've got they've essentially got double the funding this year. Racing Point. That's which is another thing I found out today, and it means that like last season when they were developing the car, they'd have they they they'd have one shot at every component pretty much, and they, it had to work. And if it didn't work, it's back to the drawing board. Whereas now, because they've got twice the funding, they can make twice the components, which means they can try different things in a way that they haven't been able to before. It's always nice. It's it's quite well known inside Formula One and and among Formula One fans that they were the most value for money um, team last season with their upgrades. They the upgrade most of their yeah. components worked and worked really really well and they moved forward quite quickly, especially after the summer break when um, the funding yeah. crisis ended for them. So it's very it means that car this season could be the car to watch in the midfield. Yeah, totally. It's going to be, they're going to be, it's, it's a strong, strong team. A lot of really, really good brains in that team who are, who are working really hard to uh, move them forward through the field. And and that's it. I'm finished with <laughs> <the> <laughs> racing point.
2: Well, it's, good. it's good knowledge. It's good knowledge. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, we'll move on to McLaren, which personally I'm biased because I've followed them since the beginning of my F1 mm-hmm viewership but it's probably my favorite one i think um not that dissimilar from last seasons but we've got a lot more of the blue this year um similar to mercedes in a way with like sort of the geometric pattern type designs on the back where you're merging the blue and the orange um across the engine cover um yeah and then yeah you're the, the blue front and rear wings similar to last year so but overall, a very nice design, in my
3: opinion. It, it feels to me like they finished the design they started last year. Like, last year's yeah. was cool enough, but felt a little bit basic. This, like, they've taken that idea, and I think they've actually done something really cool with it this year. However, <laughs> mm-hmm. they have, because they're now sponsored by Husky Chocolate, painted the back of the rear wing, rear wing red, which looks ludicrous on that
2: car. <laughs> I, I have now seen that. ruins it. I have now seen it. yeah. It does look Um, absurd. We were talking about it, obviously, a few days ago when it was officially launched, and I hadn't seen a picture of it from that angle to be able to reference it. Uh, I have since seen one, and yes, it's very odd.
3: (laughs) Who even is Husky Chocolate? Oh, it's, Uh, it's the ultimate chocolate drink for
1: adventure and expedition. Made by real Huskies. <laughs> as long as it's not with
0: Oh,
2: as as oh not that's with. so dark. <laughs> oh my
1: god. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so I've i I've a conflicted relationship with McLaren now. Um not because of Husky's chocolate. <laughs> sure, <laughs> that's great. But because of um and I am gonna continue to call it Husky's chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> um because they've recently signed a deal, a sponsorship deal with a prominent cigarette company, um, in a British cigarette company, um, also an American cigarette company, uh, also an American cigarette company <laughs> who sells answers tobacco. on a postcard. Yeah, and I just I think it, I I've, I I famously have a problem with Ferrari having. Cigarette sponsorship and have a really it shouldn't be coming back into Formula One like it it was just about gone and this Mm. is sort of it's a step in the wrong direction I think for sports sponsorship as a whole like I don't get how something as bad for you as a cigarette company or a company that manufactures cigarettes selling you things that make your body worse can be sponsoring a sports team it's just so strange. It's such a conflict of interests. Yeah, I
3: I don't enjoy like as much as they'll say, oh no, it's not actually tobacco sponsoring, it's like their it's essentially vaping, essentially, is what yeah, the sponsorship it's, is. It's but, the
2: alternative, isn't it? But it's at the end the, of the day, the if one, you
3: ain't. if you Google either either the McLaren one or the Ferrari one, the first thing's gonna pop up is like, oh, this is the vaping product by this tobacco company. So like yeah. it is still advertising tobacco companies. Yeah. I I I don't think it should be part of F one either. Like, it feels like something that should have been left behind and was for a long time left behind. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a shame, really, and especially when you look at the like linguistic gymnastics they go to to try (laughs) and like justify them being there. And it's like, come on, guys,
1: who are they trying to kid? Who are they trying to kid? Right? Like, yeah, it's. I find it very irksome. So yes, um, I they've. you know we all we all love form. we all love uh McLaren on this podcast like we've all we all talk about how sad we are when they're not doing well and stuff like that but honestly with this sponsorship deal they're losing a fan in me like I I have I've really really struggled to support a sports team that is sponsored by cigarettes it's just (laughs) mental and and my response to the vaping thing as well is who said vaping was good for you well there is that yeah yeah (laughs) you're you're inhaling like not stuff. air so <laughs> your body's not, not meant, meant to air. do that <laughs> well i mean
3: the good news for you Stu, then is and we sort of discussed this um recently is that it doesn't look like a very quick car to me oh yeah,
1: yeah. there's well, there's still
3: a lot of aero gubbins non yeah gubbins is the right word for it, especially around the nose i've still got so much gubbins that no other team have got and it I've already seen them like talking about it being a transition year and all this as well, which is just never oh, a good yeah. sign.
2: Never yeah. ending
1: transition period.
2: My, my main take home from that car launch, other than delivery, it was, I was talking to you about it, I think Chris specifically, but it was the nose more than anything, the changes that they've made to the front of the car and the nose. And they've mm. gone down a very, what looks a very different route to what they'd been doing the last year or so. Um, Almost mimicking the way the Mercedes nose kind of um sort of narrows after the what would be sort of where the pedals sit roughly it sort of yeah. narrows and then drops. Um and it looked very similar to that in some respects. And they'd gone for sort of more the the ducts on the front rather than the, the stuff they were doing last year. Mm-hmm. So it'd be interesting mm-hmm.
1: to see if it works for them. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, it ended the day four tenths slower than the fastest Ferrari, but They were on um, the soft tyre compared to the Ferrari on the, I think, the medium tyre the Ferrari say it's time on. So add another at least nine tenths to that, I'd say, based on what I've seen today.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, The only thing I'll say about McLaren is when I first saw them there in the race suits, I thought they looked really cool, the kind of blue at the top, orange at the bottom. Mm -hmm. However, when you see the studio shots of them just from the waist up, and you can only see the blue. They just look like a couple of blokes who work down a factory in their like, standard <laughs> blue overalls, <laughs> which is a box, shame.
1: Back to the box factory after this race. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, should we move on to a different car now?
2: <laughs> yes. Um, the next one in the list would be the Ferrari. Um, the probably two most striking differences this year for them is the matte paint finish similar to Red Bull of the last couple of years and also ditching most of the white on the car for black areas Um, whether it's sponsorship names or just sort Hmm. of details and and sort of flares um, the white seems to be more or less gone on the car. Yeah Hmm. I
1: I wonder how much that because the sponsorship names almost stand out a little bit less um yeah i car. did think and that I, i'm not gonna and lie. i wonder how much of that is to do with the european investigation into the sponsorship of that company <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a bit of a coincidence yeah it seems seems a bit seems a bit of a coincidence to me but maybe, you know i could be wrong i could be totally wrong they might just like not having much exposure on a car eh? yeah
3: maybe <laughs> um would you like a
1: would you like a paint fact Go on. Yes, another paint fact.
3: Um, I mean, obviously, Ferrari just do red cars and don't really change it all that much because that's what they do. And going to matte paint is quite a big change for Ferrari to make. Turns Mm. out matte paint is actually a bit lighter than gloss paint, and that's one of the main reasons they did it. Yep.
1: It's also apparently slightly more aerodynamic. It works better with the air. I don't know if it's smoother, but I don't think it make it quicker, but I think it has a more pronounced effect like a like a like a ping pong ball you know you get a new when you ever get a new ping pong ball it's always a little bit rougher and yeah it makes the ball it actually add it, 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 it the roughness makes the ball work with the air which means obviously if you're affecting that air in a more stronger way using a, that surface then it's gonna create more down for it create more drag but create more downforce and downforce yeah. is much more important than dragging these cars there you go. Yeah, was was that part of your fact already? Were you going to say that, Chris? I no, that was fact? that was
3: that was better than my original fact. Oh
1: well, did,
2: yeah. did you? Hey, know it also makes the world think that the car's orange. Don't know if you noticed that on the. Yeah, social media. It's, 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 it's the minds over Some this.
1: negative feedback, has not there? There's a few people said it. I heard a few people today saying that they thought it looked a little bit kind of washed out and a little bit sort of peachy and not yeah. quite like a Ferrari red. Um and. I will say like one of my favorite things about when you go to a racetrack and see the cars in like the real, in the flesh, the thing that always stands out the most is just how bright the colors are on some of the cars to your eyes. Even, even not like when we were in Hungary, even on an, an overcast day, when it was overcast, that red bull, the paint on that red bull just, yeah, it was like fluorescent. It just stood out. It's yeah. still so bright. Um, So maybe in the flesh, I haven't actually seen the Ferrari in the flesh, maybe in the flesh. It has, this, it still has that brightness, but like, yeah, some people today were saying it doesn't.
2: Yeah, I think
1: part of it is potentially
2: just the studio lighting and stuff as well. Um, I've not, I've not seen proper footage of it on track other than a couple of bits, but yeah. it doesn't look that dissimilar to previous yeah. Ferraris when I, from the little bits that I've seen of it in the lines yeah. um, yeah. lines and
1: stuff. I, I've seen it on track today, and it. It looks as red as any Ferrari I've ever seen yeah <laughs> it's the same shade um and actually with the right photograph and the right <clears throat> the right camera like the blacks stand out really really well as well mm. so I think it's a really nice looking car yeah <clears throat> I think it it does look it looks sexy doesn't it it's a sexy looking car
3: have you seen the mock-ups people have made with them um, putting black wheel rims on it
2: no, I've not no. seen one of those. That
3: looks very, very cool. It yeah. looks like monstrous with black wheel rims. It's really cool. Hopefully they'll see that and take note, but mm-hmm. being but Ferrari, I doubt they will.
2: Those mentioning wheel rims, that brings me just a little step backwards to McLaren with those five spoke rear wheels that we were talking yes. about. Oh. I'd forgotten I about that. those.
1: Um things yes, so maybe be a little adventurous, possibly. Oh, I really want to see this. I'll get your things right. Five, now? five five spoke wheels are like my favourite kind of wheels. Oh, my old I had an old MX five, Mark One, and I had five spoke wheels for that and they looked awesome. I don't know if oh there's like, yeah. Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> Stu's back on board with McLaren. Oh, I've got a lot of time for that. <laughs> i don't know if they're gaining an advantage out of that but it definitely looks yeah. cool
1: the older uh, the old bmw sauber used to have five spoke wheels yeah. as well and for that reason alone it was my favorite looking <laughs> car of the whole on the whole <laughs> grid that year it was 2000 it was the 2008 one it was the year hamilton won the championship in 2008 and yeah it was cubits's car it was a cracking looking car that I yeah thought. so back on right, board anyway. Back, yeah, I'm back on oh, I'm back, on board, back on board to a degree. Like, I, look, look, I've got no problem with the way the car looks. It's just the sentiment behind it that, I, okay. <laughs> yes. that I'm upset with. <laughs> um, we'll go to the
2: final one for this year, which is the Alfa Romeo, formerly Sauber. Uh, we saw a launch of sorts last week, which was a bit of a Valentine's-themed livery with alpha badges and hearts all over the car. Um, yeah, yeah interesting-looking thing. It looked quite cool, to be honest. A little yeah. bit of a testing shakedown camo, almost. Um, but then this year's livery, at the uh, at the official unveiling today, was more or less the same as last year's, other than the touches like making the halo red rather than white, so it flows into yeah. the the deep yeah. red on the back of the engine cover. And it think little touches like that have improved what was already a very very nice livery last year i think mm, i think me, this is
3: my favorite car to be honest
1: i i, I think it might be mine as well yeah it's up there i really yeah. like it i love the sweeping line of the way the line of red sort of separates the uh the white along the side pod yeah um you know do you see this the snake on the in that's part the logo mm-hmm. yeah do you know what that snake's doing in the logo it it's eating like it's a man a sword
3: or something. It
1: is eating a man. Oh, yes. yeah. So
3: it is. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a badass thing to stick on. How the car, badass is that? And the size <laughs> of
1: it on the side of that yeah. car as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's weird. And the way they've stylized the logo for this car as well. Normally, like the Alpha logo has like a ring around it. Yes. It's, sort of, it's, it's a round yeah. crest. And they've sort of ditched the crest part of it and just put the elements of the crest in instead. And it looks so, so Yeah, cool. I love it. Um, and the way the painted the halo um red as well, it just all flows so nicely into it so it's great great looking yeah color.
3: definitely um, the first thing I think we all noticed about the alpha was the front wing on it um yes. yes, which Ferrari have got a similar sort of thing. It basically seems like there's two two philosophies between these new front wings. there's the one that the majority of other teams have got, which is high towards the end plates sloping in towards the nose which is kind of your more traditional front wing i guess and then alfa and ferrari have gone basically the opposite like towards the nose is where the wing is at its highest and then it slopes way towards the end plates to the point where there's actually like just a gap where there's no front wing elements in front of the uh front tires which is fascinating like
1: yeah that's, it's, 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 it's an extreme solution, I think it looks like, yeah. on, the, on the Alpha. I did notice it's got two massive gurney flaps on both sides of the flaps as well, which is the aerodynamic equivalent of using a sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's... If it works, I mean the car looks decent. That's again, it that's does. another that's another car to watch very closely through testing because that yeah. that is fast. That is really fast that car. Yeah, and it's I think it was, it's gonna be quick. It was probably one of the most planted. It's certainly the most planted of the midfield that I that I saw today when I was watching. Do you know literally the only
2: thing about that car this year that bugs me is have you noticed the placement of the driver number on the nose cone? I've not. It's oh, literally it's right, under right, the right underneath aerial. the little aerial. So that's stupid. From certain angles, you can hardly read the number because there's big aerial thing's <laughs> in the way. It's really bu- <laughs> it is. really bugs me as a placement
3: thing. <clears throat> that's design department and paint department not talking to each other enough.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so um, there's another team that's done the uh, the weird wing thing as well, and that's. McLaren have done it to an extent, yeah, but to a much lesser degree, yeah. Um, and Toro Rosso, their front wing's got a bit of a um,
2: it has actually, yeah, bit of
1: a dip back to dip down to it as well. The the Red Bull front wing is really interesting. If you look at the Red Bull front wing, while we're on the subject of front wings, um, they're using the uh, the the sort of adjusters on the front wing as airflow directional. Changes I yeah, get the airflow it, flaps to 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 move the air around the tire still, and mm. there's actually there's even a step on the top across the top surface of the of the top flap of the wing. There's a step from the outside element to the inside element, which is reminiscent of last oh, year's wing. Yeah. So they found that what they've done there is they found a way within the regulations, hopefully,
2: hmm.
1: where they can you know they they can adopt similar concepts to what they had last year it, it i think that wing might get it might get protested that wing, i think possibly yeah it's or clarified at least
2: yeah the the way that you've explained it sort of shows why it's not a like officially an issue by the regulations and it's because it's to do with the that is the adjusters and the you know the, the bridges holding the thing together and they're cleverly utilizing those to, to yeah. create um the the alternate vortex that they want yeah. to push the air out and it is a very clever way in doing it and I think that, that other than the interesting shapes that we're seeing in general I think that's really the only other way that you are going to be able to kind of create that this year because Yeah with the way that it's been dictated that you can only have five elements across the wing um, and they all have to be kind of, it has to be five pieces at all times. So you can't have them kind of break up and swap into other pieces. I think that using those adjusters and the end plates is really the only thing that they're going to be able to do this year. So it's very, you can tell that these
1: top class
2: um, well, Aerodynamics in can. that team in in Adrian Newey and Co. It, can't you when yeah. you see things like that day one?
1: This is a this is categorically an Adrian Newey car. This one, they, yeah. They, yeah, He came. He, he did. He dedicated quite a lot more time to this because it's such a big regulation change that it mm. was more up his street to do um, a big one rather than doing it. He gets bored of doing iterations, but he loves doing yeah big changes and like wholesale kind of new car designs, which is not quite what this was, but it it was a much 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 bigger change than obviously in previous seasons yeah definitely um
2: that's covered all the cars and the little bits of nuances i think that we've spotted i think it has yeah um yeah. there's a little bit from testing itself which was earlier today before we recorded um that in itself saw um sebastian vettel topping the timesheets um how much you can ever read into that is left to your own desires but
1: probably not much <laughs> hmm. because I-, I saw sandbags rolling down the home straight behind him so <laughs> yeah exactly
2: it's one of those isn't it the quick car never anything to be massively taken away from something like this before. they have though
3: they have sort of done what mercedes have done the last couple of seasons which is turn up to testing day one and just straight away go quick and do lots and lots of laps. And yeah. for the last few years, that has proved to be a good sign of Mercedes being fast. So,
1: Yeah. Um, another thing they were doing today was they were massively, massively lifting having got around the final corner. Yes. I mean, like, no throttle. <laughs> just Almost coming to a stop. Almost coming to a standstill at one point. Yeah, yeah. It was so obvious what they were doing. That is going to be a very fast car, that Ferrari. Yeah. When when it turns up in Australia yeah. and the Mercedes will as well, because the Mercedes ran on less soft, on a, on a slightly harder compound and wasn't far behind it.
3: Yeah, Mercedes' fastest times were on the second hardest tire, whereas Ferrari yeah. running on the kind of mid-range one.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um... Both doing a good number of laps, though. I think we covered it a little bit earlier. Ferrari yeah. managed 169 with Vettel. Uh, Mercedes did, let's see, 81 with Hamilton and 69 with Bottas. So they've split duties. Most teams only won, run one driver per day, but Mercedes the last couple of years have seemed to have preferred splitting each day, haven't they? Morning and afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, good good number of laps from both. The other teams to break 100 laps were McLaren, Sainz, did 119. Uh, Red Bull, Verstappen did 124. And Kimi in the Alpha did 114. Um, so yeah, it's good, good numbers from those teams.
3: Yeah, um, I'm immediately eating my words. Um, I said Red Bull were going to have Honda troubles holding them back from being fast in testing, and they just didn't, like... Yeah. They had no problems at all, in fact. I don't think Toro... Uh, no, they had, actually they had a think-
1: slow start. They did have a slow start.
3: Yeah, slightly, but they made up for it. Um, I think Toro might have had... They had an issue at some point. I'm not sure what yeah, it was. Yeah,
1: Tor- Toro Rosso had fuel flow issues. Ferrari had some flu- fu- fuel flow issues at, at one point. Yeah. Um, all the Ferrari teams, well, all it. Free- yeah, the Haas, they had a, they had some fuel, fuel flow issues. So there was something wrong with the Ferrari engine, but they seemed to get yeah. on top of it quite quickly, so...
3: Renault split duties as well, and they cracked yes. 100 laps, which is good to say.
2: Oh yeah, sorry. Of course, they did when you combine the two, they did. Yes, apologies. Yeah, yeah just, just 64 for Hulkenberg and 44 for Ricardo, so 108 total there. Not
3: that there's much you can read into it, but no. there it is. No, I mean, that's, these are facts, you, <laughs> but yeah, that is all.
1: There, the, the, yeah, it's uh, but it's exciting. It's an exciting time of year. It's one of my favorite times of year. Like I, I really yeah, enjoy t- I enjoy the liveries, and I love the. Uh, the, the te- once testing starts, all the speculation begins, and everyone's trying to second guess everyone and everything. Yeah, and, you know, no one knows what fuel anyone's running. Like, have Ferrari been running heavy? Well, or or have they uh, have they been like absolutely? You know, just putting it in, putting just yeah. enough in for these really hot laps. Like, it's impossible to tell. It's just so impossible to tell. It's and it makes it all the more exciting when you do get to Australia in that first qualifying session. Oh yeah. The, the gloves come off, and you see what, you know, everyone puts their um, things on the table.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: in series that are actually racing,
2: um, <laughs> just to briefly mention, there was an EPRI in Formula E the weekend just gone in Mexico. And um, it was another pretty entertaining race. Um, <laughs> it saw Lucas de Grassi taking a win from Verline literally on the line. <laughs> Um, as Verline, among a couple of others, ran out of energy uh, on the final lap. Um, the top three were separated by less than a second. Um, Verline lost more places after that, anyway, because of a penalty for a bit of a chicane cut. Um, but yeah, overall, a uh, very interesting race, I think. Yeah, it was
3: fantastic. Yeah. Super um, exciting. Yeah, just I don't know if you saw um, Degrassi posted a clip of his on board for the final straight earlier. And he was literally like half lock, getting like around Verline and alongside the pit wall as he was overtaking him. Like he practically crossed the line half sideways. Yeah, he was
1: sideways totally. Yeah, and there were
3: like inches between the two of them. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Um,
1: Sam Bird, what what a drive from him as well.
3: Yeah, a bit of a comeback there. Um, I think he's dropped down in the championship now, but he's still very much in contention. Um. Massa got his first points as well. Um, yes. in fact he's he's I think he's the first points for the team. Massa came eighth and his teammate Mortara um ended up third after all the shuffling around. Um it's it's just another we what four races in there and they've just all been absolute blinders. Like as we always say if you're not watching Formula E you are doing yourself a disservice.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you're missing out. Do we mention when the next Formula E races
3: yes it is in i think it's in it's, hong kong yeah it's right? hong
1: kong it's on march the 10th so not that far away
2: no one more to tide you over before the f1 season begins <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs>
1: yep. so yeah um yeah it just it's a season it's a it's a it's a series that just continues to produce excellent racing the uh thing, it's, i'll tell you what it, i think i really really think it's the the power boost thing that they've done, the um the sort of penalty attack zone mode. Wait, attack mode, that's the one that's like, that's the phrase I was looking for. Yeah. Um yeah, attack mode has absolutely brought that sport alive, I think. It was already good anyway, but like now like it's just every single race, it's just been carnage, <laughs> it's been brilliant. Yeah. The crash, the what's his name? whose crash was it? PK went over the back of someone. Yeah, and it was PK's PK who came off worse, right? Yeah, yes, much worse. PK yeah, so he launched. he like basically took all four corners off the car, pretty much, didn't he? Absolutely yeah. made a made a right mess of it. <laughs> um, yeah, who's did, would you would you assign blame for that? Did you see the accident, you two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, it
2: was uh, I don't know. it was one of those just. I think it's a racing incident. Yeah, rear wheel think, yeah. to front mm. wheel kind of contact with a chasing car. It's.
1: Hard to judge in those scenarios because the closing yeah. speeds are pretty high. I suppose I don't. I, I feel like maybe Nelson Piquet was slightly more to blame than the car in front of him, just because he's the car behind and he knows where the car in front is. So it's up to him yeah. to position his car. Such... yeah,
2: it, it was him obviously attempting to make the move in the first place. So yeah, I think the responsibility is probably more at his door than anyone else's. Um... He was ambitious. Mm. It was very
1: ambitious, yeah, yeah, yeah so uh, half open do- half open door attempt that was <laughs> that was a f- quite a fully open door, but anyway yeah. that's, that's my opinion.
2: Speaking of opinions, should we do other people's opinions because we have a few inbox box boxes? Yes yeah,
3: largely about one team. <laughs> yeah. Chris do you want to go first? Go on then. Uh, Mark Brooks says the new Williams
1: livery look just looks like toothpaste.
3: <laughs> um, which I very much agree with.
1: Yeah, can't argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brooke Archer says, Red Bull have absolutely shocked us by providing a sick, in capital letters, livery for testing and then disappointing everyone with the race livery. No, 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 no. Come on, calm down, Brooke. No,
3: I, <laughs> I agree entirely. I also think there's a slight bit of uh, sarcasm in there, just like a tiny bit. Tiny bit, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, James Archer says have you heard the latest white and gold slash black and blue thing I assume referring to the dress <laughs> uh, it's whether the Ferrari is red or orange <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
3: it's just the lighting in the photos of people who lost their flipping minds which is weird that this is what people are losing is that considering they're sponsored by a tobacco company James Archer a man after your heart there's some good opinions James there
1: Archer. <laughs> <laughs> um That's life. Say, assuming the top three stay the same again this season, do you fancy who do you fancy for fourth in the constructors? I think Renault, great driver lineup, big potential. Mm. Say, That's life.
3: Um, my head says Renault, my heart says Alpha.
1: Fourth, I'm gonna go racing point. Good
2: shout. Yeah, I think Alpha, personally. I think that becoming like a, a factory team, in inverted commas, as they more or less are now, and then um, having someone like Kimmy on the team, I
1: think as long as Giovanazzi pulls his way, it's, they've got a good shout. Yeah. Um, t- speaking of Renault, I think Renault could potentially be troubling the top three a little bit more often this season. I very well. much hope so. Yeah, be so, nice to see. Um it would also all that end up fourth.
3: <laughs> it'd be nice as well because if they were, that'd mean like the four teams battling for podiums would all be different engines, yes. which would be good for the sport.
1: Yeah, that'd be great for the sport.
3: Yeah. Uh, next, Lewis Jones says the Williams seems quick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, sarcasm oh, one at one right there. <laughs> Absolute troll fest. Um, <laughs> Tom Austin Morgan says, "Signs put in a solid number of laps today. Too early to call. I know, but how close do you think Formula One point five is going to be this year? Sadly, oh, no. Sadly, I feel Williams won't score a single point this year. Apparently, there are some in the team saying the car is two seconds slower than la- slower than last year's car. Well." All the cars are at least a second slower than last year's car, so... Yeah,
3: (laughs) they're only actually one second slower than Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, I think Ferrari said they estimated that the aero
2: changes made the car around 1.5, depending on the lap itself.
3: Yeah.
1: uh, Yeah. But you can't really trust them, though. You can't really trust Ferrari, Tom. Well, Well, yeah, yeah, that is true. They they would say that. As they're lifting off down the straights. Yeah, exactly.
3: (laughs) On, On Williams, though, there's like a couple of stories that have come out sort of this afternoon. Um, one from Andrew Benson who's the BBC's F1 reporter um, he's basically now saying it's unlikely that the car's going to be ready to run Wednesday and they're hoping to get it out at some point on Wednesday the delays lead to some speculation about the future of Paddy Lowe who obviously went there from Mercedes a couple of years ago because um, the car is I guess his responsibility at this point he again said this, quoted this figure of speculation being two seconds slower than last year's car which was already the slowest on the grid yeah it's 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 not sounding good from Williams. And then there's another story that I think take this one with a pinch of salt because there's not really a source with it, but there's people who say I've spoken to people within the team basically saying that the car's not ready because the design department didn't have them ready for manufacturing in time despite them having deadlines. Um, And just that morale at the team is very, very low and... They're being worked to the bone, and no one's particularly happy there. And there's no sort of clear idea of who's in charge. Um, oh no! Again, take that with a fairly yeah, that, large I mean, pinch of salt.
1: Yeah, it's but, that's, that's from just the internet, right? Yeah, that's just
3: from the internet. Yes, so. Yeah. It's, but even, I mean, Andrew Benson, I think you can trust obviously a bit more and it doesn't sound great from what he's saying either. So, yeah.
1: Mm. This, you know what? This is when they show up on Thursday and just absolutely blitz everyone else's times. Pull a brawn. Yeah. Do a brawn on us. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it would be brilliant. I would absolutely love that. I'd love for Williams to be absolutely nailing it. Imagine George Russell going for a championship in his first season <laughs> as well. Or Robert Bitzer, Like that'd be insane. What a story that'd be. Yeah. Glyn Tansley says, What is happening? Oh God. What is happening at Williams? And sends three shocked faces to go with it. Oh, no. That aside, glad to see no Honda breakdowns. Franz Toss predicts a Honda engine will win a race this year. Too soon to say, probably. Put a possibility? Question mark.
2: I think that car will yeah. give it its best chance.
1: Yeah. I... Will eat my hat if uh, Red Bull don't eat, win at least one race this season. Yeah,
3: you can never discount Red Bull nicking a win here and there, can you? Yeah. yeah,
1: they're always there or thereabouts, regardless. And the engine looks quick, it, and it's been, it, like you say, it has been reliable as well. Yeah. So we'll see, but we've got a whole lot of testing to go yet. Yeah, we're only in one day. Yeah. We're not, we're not even a eighth of well, we're we're exactly an eighth of the way into testing. <laughs> yeah. More to come. Um. Yes,
2: so for the remainder of this week, there is obviously more testing. Uh, There's then the second test, which is uh, the end of the month, starting on the 26th of February. So it's next week. Um, I guess we will probably do a little bit of a testing roundup after that. And then definitely just await the season. Yeah, We await Australia. (laughs) Not long now. Um, no, which,
3: well. as it, as is tradition, I won't be in the country for the Australian Grand Prix because it's not back of the grid <sighs> if at least one of us isn't missing the first race of the season.
2: <sighs> Tom and Stew episode, everyone. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Free. Well,
1: well, maybe not because I'd quite like to get away from England as well. In that <laughs> Tom time. episode, no, sorry, everybody. Already, already that <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'll be fun. um Just me. We'll probably get one in. We'll get one in between testing and the, and the start of the season for sure. Oh, definitely, definitely. at least one. At at least.
2: Um, On that note, um, if you are enjoying the show, please remember to like, share and subscribe uh, wherever you can. Um, it helps massively for us here. Um, if you'd like to follow us to keep in touch or up to date, you can do so on Twitter at Back of the Grid F1. You can do it on Facebook by searching for Back of the Grid. You can follow us on Instagram at Back of the Grid as well. Uh, there's also backofthegrid.com where you can register for the upcoming Predictions League or check out last season's final standings because the new season hasn't begun yet. Um, and that is it for this week, I think. So on that note, yep. we will say goodbye, enjoy testing, and we will catch you sometime after to break it all down and see what's going on.
1: Yeah. So goodbye.
2: Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. 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 <laughs> Can
1: you tell if we've been off for a while? <laughs> goodbye. We, You know, at the end of last season, we got really good at saying goodbye, and we've just been absolutely having a shocker there. I've forgotten everything. <laughs>
2: I couldn't resist just cutting the rambling off with that. (laughs)
1: do you reckon Williams could do a better ending than that
2: (laughs) (laughs) they've got to
3: start first hey guys what's the secret of comedy (sighs) timing
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting with bated breath for that (sighs) (sighs) stop this podcast is part of BritPod scene
3: an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing Check out
0: BritPodScene.com or BritPodScene on Twitter to find out more.